Hi everyone. Happy New Year. I hope you all had a safe and fun and wonderful New Year's Eve celebration, whatever you ended up doing. I typically don't do a lot on New Year's. I feel like whenever I try to plan something, it just ends up being disappointing and overhyped. And so I usually just end up spending um, New Year's doing low-key, quiet stuff with friends. And this year was no exception. I'm, I'm home in Houston right now. And so I got to hang out in the suburbs with one of my best friends. Um, his name is Nick. I've known him for a long time. I was actually the best man at his wedding. And um, so me and him and his wife, we hung out in the suburbs with their neighbors and shot off some fireworks, which you can't do in the city of Houston, but um, in the suburbs, they're a little more relaxed about it. So we got some fireworks and we hung out with the neighbors, set off the fireworks, of course, always focusing on safety. So that was wonderful. And I ended up being back home in bed by like, I don't know, 11 o'clock probably. I think I, I don't even think I lasted until the countdown. This trip home has been a little bit of a bummer, unfortunately. I spent the first couple of days with family for Christmas. And then right after Christmas, I got sick and I've been sick pretty much ever since. So if I sound a little congested, that's why. It was kind of odd to me that I was able to last for two months in Minnesota in the cold weather, which I wasn't used to, without getting sick. And then the second I come home for Christmas, when it's like in the 50s and 60s here, I suddenly get sick. It probably has to do with either traveling and being on planes, which you know usually there's always somebody sick on an airplane, so it's just an easy way to get sick. Or I feel like Houston is, you know, as much as I love Houston, it's it's definitely polluted and the air is much less clean than it is in northern Minnesota. You know, I feel like between the number of cars, it's a very car-centric city and it's just a city of freeways. So everybody drives everywhere. And so, you know, the air, like I said, is just probably dirtier. And then also we're surrounded by chemical plants and refineries. It's the oil and gas capital of the U.S. So, you know, when you drive out towards Galveston towards um, the Gulf of Mexico, you pass all these chemical plants and they're spewing all kinds of, you know, heaven knows what into the air. So I think that's that might have been what made me sick because I know my throat was hurting a little bit when I came home for Thanksgiving. But I just thought it was interesting that that I seem to have gotten used to the air in Minnesota. And regardless of the weather, I got sick here and I didn't get sick in Minnesota. So I've spent most of this break actually at home, lying on my couch in my apartment, um, just watching the office and trying to wean myself off of whatever cold medicine I have in my medicine cabinet and um, hanging out with my parents' dog. She's, you know, not a sled dog, but she's just as cute and just as sweet. But I'm finally starting to feel better. And I realized I just needed a couple extra days with my family and friends to make up for being sick. So I am actually flying home a couple of days later than I expected, but that's okay. Because like I said, I, I get a little extra time with, with my parents and my brothers here and just a lot of my friends that I um, have missed, even though I saw most of them just a few weeks ago at Thanksgiving. It feels like it's been too long. I haven't seen the puppies in a week and a half. And by the time I do get back to Minnesota, it'll have been almost two weeks since the last time I saw them. So I'm really worried that they're going to be so much bigger and almost unrecognizable because they change so fast. And, you know, they're eating more solid food now, like a little bit of kibble mixed with formula. So I'm sure they're just growing like crazy. Frank and Sherry have been sending pictures and videos like pretty regularly while I've been home. And I can tell from looking at them that these puppies are like turning into dogs so fast. And so I can't wait to get back because I don't want to miss too much time away from them, you know, because they do grow so fast. And and so I'm like dying to get back to them so that I can um, hopefully <laughs> enjoy them a little more while they're in the cute puppy stage before they start 
chewing up everything, including fingers and socks and shoes and whatever else they can get their little paws on. I don't typically do New Year's resolutions because again, I feel like similar to New Year's celebrations, you always end up kind of disappointed in yourself or not really accomplishing what you set out to do. But this year I kind of decided to just try it and I'm not gonna really hold myself to super high standards. I just kind of gave myself some guidelines. So the two things I wanna do, one is I wanna do more yoga. I'm not like a huge yoga addict. I'm not the kind of person that like lives in yoga pants or anything or goes to yoga classes all the time. But um, when I do the occasional yoga class, I feel a lot better afterwards. And I always think, oh, that was great. I need to do more yoga and then I don't. So I kind of want to try to, maybe even if it's just two or three times a week, even if it's only 20 or 30 minutes, just try to find the time to do a yoga video on YouTube or you know memorize a set of poses and just make myself kind of focus more on that because like I said, it makes me happy. Um, I always feel better afterwards and I feel like working in the dog yard, I'm always a little sore and my muscles are always a little bit tight. So um, it would probably be a good thing just to focus on you know, some stretching, some flexibility, and even just the mental aspect of connecting with my breath and my body and doing something that I know is gonna make me feel better. My second resolution involves reading. I love to read. I read a ton whenever I have spare time. I will pick up my Kindle or I'll just pick up a book, whatever book happens to be in front of me and just start reading. But I tend to heavily lean towards nonfiction because I like to learn about the world while I read. And while I think there's nothing wrong with that, I definitely want to branch out a little more into fiction because I feel like, you know, it's such a great way to experience different cultures and, and also to learn more about the human condition which you don't really get from, from nonfiction books when you're just reading about facts or history or science or whatever. Um, so I want to branch out into more fiction books. And then also I want to try to start reading more books by traditionally underrepresented authors. So I want to focus on books written by women, um, people of color, and maybe even you know LGBT authors, just people that you wouldn't you know normally have as much access in the world of publishing and, and writing. So if you see me in town, um, feel free to come up to me and recommend a book if you have a book that you loved that you really connected with that falls into any of those categories. I would love to hear your recommendations on books that you loved and that you think other people should read. This has been Sled Dogs, Cold Toes, and a Gal from Texas, an original WTIP podcast production. Stay tuned for the next segment airing every Friday morning on North Shore Community Radio and online at WTIP.org. 